I know what you're thinking. It's a Tuesday. Why on earth is she dropping an episode? Well, I'm dropping this special episode because we're celebrating Beauty Unlock's second birthday. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for this. Here we go. Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. If you're new to Beauty Unlocked, I'm Carissa, host of this circus. Welcome, friends. If you've been a long-time listener, you know all about the shenanigans and utter fuckery that is Beauty Unlocked. <laughs> Are you ready? Welcome, my love buckets. It's been far too long, and I've missed you. The question is, did you miss me? I know you did. You know what I was actually thinking before I get all into this is that I was rocking out to my intro music, and it's a bit long. Many podcasting experts would be like, you know what, Carissa, that's that's long. And I'm like, you know why it's so long? Because I'm rocking out, and I have a little dance to go with it. So, you know, that's why the intro is so long, the intro music, because <laughs> I'm doing my little dance as I'm waiting to start the show. Like I mentioned, we're not actually dropping a regular episode yet because we're going back to regular episodes on Friday, but I'm dropping this episode on a Tuesday because we're celebrating our s- second year of podcasting. I don't know why I kind of stuttered at the second. I don't know what was that, but we are celebrating our second year and I cannot believe it's been two years since the first episode dropped back in 2020. What the fuck? And have you noticed that today is 2-22 of 2022? Ooh. Can you imagine that in just two years, we have well over 100 episodes with over 21,000 downloads? Now, for many people, that would be like, that's it. In two years, you only got 21,000 downloads. Yes, more than 21,000 downloads. It's actually at 21,600 and something. But who's counting? But seriously, 21,000 downloads. And there are over 60 countries that listen to us. So you know what? For this little indie podcast, I'm pretty damn proud of those numbers. And I wouldn't have gotten those numbers if it wasn't for you. So I would like to thank each and every one of you for showing all the support and love to Beauty Unlocked. My cheeks, uh, on my face, obviously. (laughs) Y'all are perverts if you thought of any other cheeks. But the cheeks on my face are hurting because of all the smiling I do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. I really do. So cheers to Beauty Unlocked and to many more years. You're not going to get rid of me that easily. I hope you know that. (laughs) So I hope you enjoy this special birthday episode where I've taken a whole bunch of bits and pieces of old episodes of some interviews of some podcast like trailer episodes and put it all together for this 
special birthday episode. So I hope you enjoy it. Let me know if you do. And you will hear from me again on Friday. We're back to our regular podcasting episodes on Friday. Without further ado, here we go. You would think that after doing this, this podcast, opening for this podcast for the past nine months, I would actually know how to do a proper opening. And in all honesty, I still don't. I'm Carissa. And I'll tell you what I'm the host of. This fuckery and a whole bunch of shenanigans. Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked. Are you ready? Welcome to Beauty Unlocked's October specials, where I'll be bringing you all things macabre, gruesome, and gory. <laughs> Are you ready? Let us check if this is working properly and at a correct volume to get my voice out there, making sure that you can hear me loud and clear, loud and clear. On a cold Friday night in November, being home by yourself might seem like the most unfair curse. You might wish you could have found someone to cuddle with, or you might get frustrated with yourself for not sharing this potentially romantic night with your ex. While dealing with either of these options, millennials know that they can do a lot more than their parents who had to stick to being by themselves, or had to make the tough decision of getting out of their PJs and meeting some fellow singles at a bar. Millennials know that they can still go to a bar and come back home without having met a single person. They also know that even though they might meet some people, they might not necessarily feel a connection after a two-minute chat. That is why, on a cold Friday night in November, being at home by yourself as a millennial might be quite productive if you have a dating application at your service. Let me tell you something. It might not be a cold Friday night in November yet. Actually, it might not be cold anywhere yet. But I can tell you what it is and what we're doing here. We're giving you a little extra. Are you ready? Welcome to Beauty Unlocks December Creepmas episodes, where I'll be bringing you all manner of urban legends, creepypasta, and ghost stories. Make sure to lock all your doors, settle down with your hot chocolate, and listen to tales that will surely send a shiver down your spine. Keep this in mind. I'm not here to coddle you, but to scare. I've warned you before, danger doesn't lurk at every corner. It's just hanging out, waiting for fear and horror to show up.
We visited Mauritania, Fiji, Australia, and Singapore. We're going to take another international trip to a country that has the highest rate of plastic surgeries per capita in the world. If you guessed the United States, you guessed wrong. Pack your bags and get those masks ready. We're heading out to South Korea. Hey friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. Just a quick message before we get to the episode. Fuck Mercury. Um, <laughs> hey friends, <laughs> and welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked. I'm here with my co-host. The daughter of Lilith. Yay! So we are here for part four. Our final it's the part. last one. It is of the porn series. Not our last collab, though. But Definitely last, not. last of. I mean, we'll probably do more stuff on porn. It's just <laughs> we'll start a new series about it. You know. You <laughs> no know. Problem. I was just listening to your Halloween podcasts, and I have to say that I adore them. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> and then I went to listen to our collaborations, mm-hmm. and I realized that there are times that obviously because I'm in Mexico City, there's like this lag. And there's moments where I'm speaking over you and people must think that I am the rudest human being ever, which I am, but no, no, not no. towards you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because it happened. It happens also because, like we said, there's that, that lag. And also it happened when I was trying to edit the episodes <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but a lot of times I've had to silence myself up. I'm like, tis the season where all things are. Wait, What? Hold up. Wrong season. <laughs> That's much better. Let's start over again. Tis the season where things go bump in the night. You keep catching things in the corner of your eyes. Shadows seem to be everywhere. The hair on the back of your neck stands up. After all, tis the season of pumpkin spice. The veil between worlds is thinning. And you can't shake that feeling that somebody's watching you. Your palms get sweaty. Your breathing gets labored. You get the cold sweats as the feeling of dread washes over you. After all, tis the season of the macabre, the gruesome, the gory. Oh, 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 oh,
All right, all right, all right. That's quite enough with the theatrics. Let's cut to the chase. It's October, kids, and it's my favorite month. And like I said, this month is all about the macabre, the gruesome, the gory. So I decided to scour the internet for you and look for the gruesomest. No, wait a second. No, that would be the most gruesome. Fuck me, superlatives. Hold up. No, it must be the most gruesome. Whatever. I've scoured the internet for you to look for the most gruesome cosmetic procedure fails that I could find. And every week, I'm going to be bringing them to you here, right here on Beauty Unlock the Podcast. So join me every week as I bring to you the most disturbing, gruesome, plastic surgery and cosmetic surgery fails that I could find. Heck, I might throw in some other gruesome tales. So tune in and find out what I bring to you each and every week for the month of October. <laughs> Are you ready? So as I mentioned, we're taking our magic carpet ride and we're going to Fiji. And we're going to be checking out Fiji's beauty ideals and body image. Now, it's, again, it's going to be a lot of past, present, past, present, or as present as some of the articles that I found were or are. But we're, we're, we're going to look at um, the location of Fiji, a little bit of like background history, the different ethnic groups, and then we're going to talk about this, um, these re academic research papers I came across that were very insightful. Um, but before we get into all of that, I wanted to um, mention a few like common greetings from like Fiji. <laughs> Tis the season. I hope you're ready to spend a naughty holiday season together. You won't need your hot beverage or a crackling fire to keep you warm. No, no, no. This holiday season, I'll be keeping you warm with all sorts of lustful, carnal, dare I say, obscene tales from the masters of smut. Grab your favorite ardent spirit Ardent spirit? Aquavitae, grog, hooch, alcohol, my love. Get cozy and let your mind wander as you listen to me read indecent and downright lewd passages from selected Victorian erotica. Listener's discretion is strongly advised as I'll be reading sexually explicit material. You have been warned. <laughs> no, 
always trying to figure out how this thing is working. Like, I never understand why it's never working properly. Like, how many mic checks does one have to do to actually make things work? What the fuck? Is this recording? Ooh! Oh! Well, hello, and welcome, friends, to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked. I'm Carissa. As always, that hasn't changed me, myself, and I. How's everyone doing? Terrific, like, honestly. Um, not to mention, I saw the first cockroach that crawled in of the season it's always me like I always see the first cockroach of the season um probably because I visualized it and it came to be and it just oh my god it was a battle right there and I have never leapt off a bed so quickly in my life well probably I have because of a cockroach oh but it was horrific horrific I have one of those things where I'm just like ah why do you have to exist what is your purpose It's gross. So, you know, I know that everything has a purpose, a reason for being and to exist. But seriously, cockroaches now? Like, what the hell? That part? Oh, oh, gross. You really can get into that last song and rock and roll all day. It's really boss, man. Deep Purple keeping it all hushed up. As Grace Kelly put it, Hollywood amuses me. Holier than thou for the public and unholier than the devil in reality. It entices with its promise of stardom and fame, where everything is distorted by the importance people give to money, and oftentimes crushes dreams faster than Dorothy traveling from Kansas to the Wizard of Oz. Ah, Hollywood. We snort your illusions and can never get enough. You make us addicts with your big stars, bigger productions, and your salacious scandals. Mmm, so scandalous. Ah, Tinseltown. I want to talk about your little secret. About your little procedure that has fooled us for years. You know what I'm talking about. Don't you, Hollywood? As Madonna put it, everybody comes to Hollywood. They want to make it in the neighborhood. They like the smell of it in Hollywood. How could it hurt you? When it looks so good. (laughs) Our you ready welcome to the darkness that fills my mind it's the time of year where we thrive on all manner of lurid and morbid tales where things go bump in the night and the scariest monsters are the ones that lurk Within our souls. <laughs> October is here. It's no secret that our society is obsessed with beauty. I mean, let's be honest, the whole point of Beauty Unlocked is this, right? (laughs) Back in October, we did a series of cosmetic and plastic surgery fails from people that either took matters into their own hands or people who traveled abroad, as surgery can oftentimes be cheaper. But the end result is either having to deal with a botched surgery or even worse, death. Today, I'm going to take you to the nine countries travelers go for plastic surgery. Why are they traveling abroad? 
And we'll also take a look at why plastic surgery tourism isn't necessarily a good deal. The question is, how far would you go to achieve what society deems to be physically perfect? Are you ready? October draws near. Last year, I scoured the internet to look for the most disturbing cosmetic and plastic surgery fails. I also threw in grisly Tinder dates that ended in murder. This year, it's going to be different. To celebrate my favorite month, I'll be taking you on a little trip back to the 14th century. My goodness, talk about theatrics. Why does everything sound so much better reverbed? <coughs> Let's get back into it, shall we? Where was I? All right, the 14th century. I'll be talking about... The Black Death. Also known as the Pestilence, the Great Mortality, the Plague. According to some historians, it is likely that over four years, 45 to 50% of the European population died of plague. Some other historians suggest it could have been as much as 60% of the European population. The numbers may vary, but death swept through cities, towns, and villages. Dare I say, death plagued the entire population. Did you see what I did there? I'm gross, I know. God will smite me. Remember this. You've been warned. I'll bring you all manner of gruesome details. There's no holding back on this one. But I'll gladly remind you. Because of the sensitive nature of the topic, listener's discretion is advised. So join me for the whole month of October as I talk about the plague. I'll leave you with this quote by Agnolo di Tuja, an Italian chronicler. Father abandoned child, wife husband, one brother another, for this illness seemed to strike through the breath and sight. There was no one who wept for any death, for all awaited death. And so many died that all believed it was the end of the world. Ever felt like your bum hole wasn't tight enough, pretty enough, lickable enough? In today's round of intense beauty standards, people are now getting Botox as well as loads of other surgeries to make their bums as pretty as humanly possible. Why? Because we simply can't have a butthole that looks, well, like any old butthole. We're going to be doing this episode a little differently. I'm going to say it, and you're not going to like it. But you're just not good enough. Well, I might not think that about you. But do you know who does? A $532 billion industry. In this episode, I'm going to let you in on the beauty industry's dirty little secret. Oh my. Let's get into the seven ways the beauty industry convinced women that they weren't good enough. Are you ready?
Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Have you heard of what a penis facial is? What? A penis facial. Wait, what? A penis facial. Like, does that mean I have to rub penis all over my face? Vaginas. They come in all sizes and colors. Some have hair, and some don't. Many think that a quote-unquote normal vagina is small, pink, hairless, and neatly tucked under. Well, let me tell you, I'm about to burst your bubble. Welcome to part two of last week's episode. Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. It's time to delve deep into all things vagina. Are you ready? So, we're smoothing out our balls with scrotox. We're getting Botox in our bum holes to make them prettier, tighter, and more lickable. And now, we're getting facials. Not just any facial, but a butt facial. I feel like the spas offering this service have a marketing ploy that goes like this. Welcome to the wonderful world of butt facials. We promise you'll leave the premises with a smooth, and tastier butt that will make millions fall to their knees and worship your ass. We guarantee that the mighty gods themselves will be jealous and marvel at your magnificent derriere. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty Unlocked the Podcast. I have a question for you. Why is it that when we see mannequins in stores that are often so thin they wouldn't menstruate, we accept it? But when we see a plus-sized mannequin, we immediately start screaming and saying that it's promoting obesity. I hope you're ready for this brand new episode because let me tell you, let me tell you, I'll definitely be ranting in this one. Here we go. Beauty was extremely important to ancient Greece, both for men and women. But who exactly was considered beautiful in ancient Greece? Were their beauty standards much different from our own? <laughs> Sorry, I have, I'm having flashbacks of last week's episode, and I'm like, mm, uh, mm. So, the countless works of art depicting the human form and philosophical tre treatises on the nature of beauty from antiquity attest to the fact that beauty was indeed much prized in ancient Greece. In fact, ancient Greeks believed that physical beauty had a direct correlation with internal beauty. <laughs> Okay. Althea Branton is a skincare designer. Her eponymous skincare line is for queer and trans people of the global majority who are tired of staring the beauty industry in the face and not seeing a reflection that looks like their own. We talk about Eurocentric beauty standards, about double standards, about societal expectations and pressure. We get real, we get raw, we talk about it all in this two-part episode. 
Althea, thank you so much for your honesty, for being candid, and for sharing your story. That's one of the things I actually wanted to mention. And I wanted to ask you, but then I saw it on your email, your pronouns, she, her. And I was like, we have to start normalizing asking people their pronouns. I think it's something that needs to be done. I do identify, I am a cisgender female. So I was assigned female at birth. I continue to identify as female. So even though I am cisgender female, I have consciously and intentionally started doing this in any space that I am in. I will introduce myself, give my name, and use my pronouns. And you're right. It is something that does need to be normalized. So despite the fact that, you know, I am cisgender female, to me, it doesn't matter. It's it's still about understanding that the gender spectrum is just that. It's a spectrum. Not everybody fits into that spectrum. And as I'm a woman of the global majority, I don't look like the norm. I'm using air quotes. So it's even more important for me to take up space in this manner and say like, yes, this is who I am and these are my pronouns. This episode is brought to you by Scrotox. If you're sick of gathering saggy skin and sweat down below, then fret no longer. Scrotox is now a thing. Scrotox? What? I'm done. I'm officially done. Wow. Talk about being away for a hot minute. Did you miss me? No need to worry. I'm back and I have a very exciting episode in store for you. I'm here with the super talented photographer, creative thinker, and entrepreneur Walid Shah. So let's get ready to rock our ugly with Walid Shah. Here we go. Cool. You know, that title is, is, is quite controversial. You know, a lot of people when, um, you know, I've got this separate Instagram page for the book, right? So a lot of people would, mm-hmm. who just kind of stumble upon it or something, they'll be like, hey, this is not ugly. Why are you calling it ugly? And then they'll, they'll, they'll go on a rant. You know, I'm like, dude, thank you. It's like, I'm glad it struck a nerve. That was the point. Yeah. Now, please. That's the point, exactly. Yeah, that was the point. It's, the point is to strike a nerve. And then, you know, for you to be curious enough to pick up the book and be like, hey, why is this, you know, guy saying we look ugly? You know, so great. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying that. It's, uh, you know, it's sort of like rocking whatever other people think is ugly. So, yeah. Didn't start off as a photographer. You you studied something completely different. You started working in a completely different field. So can you tell us more about yourself and how you got into photography? Yeah, for sure. So I, uh, you know, growing up in high school, I had a, I had a band. I was a musician. And uh, as a band together, we decided, okay, let's all apply to the same schools. And, uh, you know, whichever one we all get into, we'll go to that one so we can sort of stay stay together as a band. So we did that and ended up being uh, University of Toronto in Canada. And we all studied different things. And, uh, you know, we, we kept playing music. I studied uh, chemical engineering. And um, I graduated and then came back to the UAE, started working in the oil industry. Obviously, the band kind of like, you know, we're still best friends. We have our closest friends, but we're not, you know, doing That's music great. anymore. And then uh, around about 2013, my friends and bandmates started to come back to the UAE after, you know, finishing some, you know, some stints doing, doing whatever their careers, uh, uh, wherever the careers took them. And uh, mm-hmm. we decided to start up a recording studio on the side, right? And uh, okay. we, I, I, stayed, I stayed in the oil business. I, I kept doing my engineering job and everybody else kept uh, mm-hmm. staying in their careers, but we just did this on the side. 
the recording studio was very successful. We we grew very quickly over three years. That uh, it you know we we couldn't handle the amount of work that was coming in, and it was a decision yeah. of uh, you know should we quit our jobs and focus on this, or should mm-hmm. we shut this down mm-hmm. and everybody just goes back to their careers. The decision was mm-hmm. to shut it down because everybody wanted to focus on their careers. I'm here with my co-host, the daughter of Lilith. You know when we collaborate, we bring you some epic episodes. Let's go. I wanted to ask you, how did you start your skincare line? And why? My skincare line, it's been evolving over maybe the last year and a half. It started out as an idea to create something that goes against what's in the skincare and beauty industry right now. In the beauty industry, everything is based on an issue, right? Like you have X problem, you have oily skin, or you have dry skin, or anti-aging, which for the love of everything green and holy, is so ageist. So ageist. It is. Abso- absolutely. And plus, I could never find anything that actually worked on my skin. Like, really, really worked. So, first, initially, I wanted to create something, A, that just worked. But then as I started thinking about, like, who is this for... And I started looking into the beauty industry. I realized, hold on a minute. These products that are out there in the market right now, they're not for me. They're not for my skin. And I never saw a reflection of myself in these brands. And I'm not talking these, you know, stock photos of black people that, you know, go up every February. Or the increased amount of stock photos that have gone up since George Floyd. And the brands that are like, we're inclusive. You know, know that my vagina is not going to catch anything because I like her and I, and, I, and I love her. That's where I went wrong with my ex-husband. I also said the same thing. That's a good looking penis. Done. Also, do I qualify as a sugar baby if I'm 37 years old, independent and getting my graduate degree? Oh, yeah. I, I get off on statistics. When I want to turn on Carissa, I just whisper with sweet nothings into her ear with numbers and it doesn't work. <laughs> we have come to the end of our special two-year birthday episode. Thank you to the daughter of Lilith, Althea Branton, and Walid Shah for coming on to the show. And also a huge thank you to all of you who support Beauty Unlocked. Make sure to tune in on Friday for a brand new episode. Bye!
make it clap, 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 cl